Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are direct link to your favorite stars. This is Adult and Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Damn, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, adults. It's Daniela. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I I, I said my name already. You That's sure did. Me. I'm the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. adults. So if you're an adult or just trying to be an adult, this is the show for you. We like to start off with some adulting wins and fails on this show. So you want to kick it off? No, I, I, like literally right before we started, I said you can go first. Oh, okay. So <laughs> cool. You that's, can go that's first. That's how my brain works. Um, all right. So adulting win. Um, you know, I think in the last handful of episodes, I've felt um very um i've been in my feelings and mm-hmm. been expressing a lot sharing a lot and i feel like since last week's episode things have felt a little bit lighter for me that's good and life has felt a lot lighter you've been and focusing I, on gratitude or what yeah so a little hack that andrew taught me that I kind of like, I was saying this earlier, it's like, I kind of balked at it in my head because I was like, what? I mean, okay, cool, whatever, I'll try it. He basically said, like, when you feel anxious or you feel down or whatever, just think of something that you're grateful for. Remind yourself to, like, focus on it. And so there was a time when I was feeling pretty just overwhelmed and I went there and it really did help. And so, yeah, I think it's a combination of that. I think it's a combination of me just being focused on the things that make me feel productive and happy. And geo is like just the best thing in the entire world. And I'm so in love with this stage uh, outside of the teething being just kind of, yeah, I was going to say it's the best thing in the world, except for between the hours of five thirty AM and like six thirty, six forty-five. I know. Yeah. The teething thing has been rough, although I can't really complain too much because he's still sleeping through the night. It's just, he's waking up early and feeling the pain. And when he wakes up, so he can't like really put himself back to that sleep. could be it. But like we, we talked about this the other day. I mean, he sleeps for <clears throat> 11 or 12 hours. Yeah. He goes down at six thirty. So even if he wakes up at like five thirty, that's still eleven hours. That's a long, long time. I think he's just like I've had enough and I'm ready to go. For sure. Well, thank goodness this morning it was a little bit later. It was like I looked at my clock. I was like, oh, it's six thirty now. I can't just like let him linger in there for a while because. Anyways, that's just parenting for you. And my fail, um, um, my fail is that, um. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much to do and I'm, I'm, I don't even want to admit this out loud because I hate admitting this kind of stuff during a pregnancy, but it's like, I've been feeling towards the end of the day, like this, like tired spell that like, I'm not looking forward to progressively becoming more and more, um, what, what's the right word? Like prevalent. I have a word for it, but I'm not going to share it. <laughs> what? Share no, it. no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. No, tell me. I want to know. Are you kidding what, me? Lazy? What are you going to say? You can you can literally call me lazy and it won't matter because I don't believe I'm lazy. But no, go ahead. you're not lazy. No, it's just it's just that window at the end of the day. I'm not going to say the word. It's just it's a cinnamon. It, it it's, it's, cinnamon. it's a cinnamon bun. <laughs> it's a one. synonym. It's a word in that category. But I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. There's my win and fails. Where what are yours? Uh, I have two wins. I'm going to oh. share them both. One is we had our first little breakfast outing. Yep. If you follow us on Instagram, you might have seen us at breakfast. (laughs) Big Uh, news, everyone. It was just dope. Like it was still early. It was like eight, eight thirty in the morning. There was only a few other tables there. Everybody sits outside. And it's just a cool little vibe. And it was it was just nice. Like it was such a small thing, but it was so nice to just do something different. Yep. You know? And have I mean, knock on wood, we haven't met, been to many restaurants, but Gio has been been really doing well, like yeah. so far. Yeah, so far, so good. And it was super cool to see him interact. There was there ended up being um, 
I imagine a mom and her little girl that came and sat at the table behind us. And with everything going on, you guys can imagine like Geo doesn't like these kids don't have the life that they would normally have. They don't have all the socialization. So he doesn't get to see many kids Mm -hmm. and not, not often at least. And, uh, the little girl and him kind of locked onto each other and he was like making faces at her and laughing and stuff. And, <laughs> and looking like, at us for kid? approval. Like, yeah. look, 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 I made a friend. Oh, it was the best. Yeah. It was the best. It was pretty cool. Uh, okay. So that was number one. The other one was we had our most recent ultrasound, which yeah. I posted a video from on Instagram. So if you don't follow us, make sure you follow us. Um, <laughs> look at you plugging yourself. Such I know. A Sorry, good influencer. guys. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I have a third win too. I'm oh, going to wow. plug myself again and then okay. I'm done. And then I promise I'm done. Okay. Um, this one was, was cool. I mean, the last one was like made this very real for me because whether or not it's the right thing, I've, I've been like pretty checked out on this one because I've, I've felt overwhelmed with it. So I don't, I don't really go there yet. You know what I mean? Cause I feel overwhelmed with everything going on already. But then when I think about adding this whole other massive layer, which is an amazing layer. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, Oh wow. It's a lot. Okay. I, I know we both are guilty of saying like, Oh, we've been overwhelmed or, and that sort of thing. But I feel like it's such a blanket statement. What does that really mean? Like overwhelmed by just like being an adult, having responsibilities, having yep. geo being quarantined, like having yep. all these entrepreneurial like ideas. Yep. All okay. of the above. Okay. All right. I just want to clarify for people listening. Cause I've, I know what you're talking about. I think, but, um, the way that I feel personally is especially with this new career type role, being an entrepreneur, if your foot is not on the gas, nothing happens. Preach. So you feel like you have to do things at all times throughout the day. So there's really no breaks from the second we wake up, which is my shift, until the time that we go to bed at 10 o'clock, 10 30, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It is literally go, go, go all day. Correct. So that's what it is. That's why I feel overwhelmed. It just I feels like it. a lot. No, totally. And then adding a whole other human being that now we have to make sure stays alive as well. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. You're really actually like lucky that you're not even the one that A, has to birth the, the human, but mm-hmm. you, you also don't even have to feed the human. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I have to, that breastfeeding thing is like full time job. I know, but I'll be waking up. And I've got a few like of you. them already. Okay, we're singing now. <laughs> All right, what's your third win? The third win is, oh yeah, selfish plug. I, um, if you follow on Instagram, you might know that I've been working on a coffee project. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. Coffee is a, like a massive passion of mine. Um, I'm, I literally make it for everybody and anyone that comes over. I make it for myself three, four, five times a day. Mm-hmm. I love coffee. Um, and I've been working really hard on this and I finally, I'm also in a, in a, uh, mastermind. business mastermind course, which is Chris Harder's, which was another episode that we did several back. If you didn't listen to that one, do Chris Harder's amazing. Anyways, in this mastermind, I get paired up with a coach, a one-on-one coach and, uh, one of the things I've really been needing to do, which I was holding off on was setting a date for launch, which makes it very real. And I finally did that. I'm opening up pre-orders on November 19th <laughs> and as exciting as it is, it also puts so much pressure on cause there's still so much to do, but that's my win. I set a date. It's happening for real and I'm super pumped. Okay, about I'm going to be your first testimonial. Okay. Okay. You guys drew coffee is by far the best coffee I have ever ingested in my entire life of drinking coffee. I'm not just saying that. I think you guys know just by the fact that I post about your beautiful coffees all the time. I'm so lucky to have you make me what you make me. Anyways, I'm just so excited. I think people are going to be stoked. Thank you. It's I just hope so. different than anything else that exists because not many brands have like a human element. And I think you bring like mm-hmm. an actual passion, an actual like DIY element that people like they want. And we all want to save, you know, how expensive coffee is every day and people buy it every day. Yeah. Anywhere from three to six dollars a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you yep. make it at home, you're saving a bunch of money. But the point is, is we don't really know how to make what we want at home. So you're yep. going to be the source. Yeah, there's definitely going to be an element of that. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot to it. Okay. You got to stay tuned for What's it. What's your fail? 
I don't have one right now that comes to mind. So do you want to know why? Why? Because we have been uh, good lately. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? We've been good. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys, in a relationship, there are like a few pillars, okay, of a healthy relationship. One of them being intimacy, mm. something that I think is very, very high on the charts in terms of a successful relationship. And, you know, it's really important to check that box. You're sharing all the juice, man. No, you're sharing all the juice. I can't. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have a guest on the show today and um, we're really excited to talk to him. You guys, he has a thick accent, but he is so brilliant and he has a lot to offer our, our listeners. But keep in mind, before we get into this segment with him, um, he's going to serve it to you real straight. And things that this man has said to us have lingered. And maybe one of the reasons why I had a really positive week, I, I reflected on like a few different things over the past week that he said, and it helped me like get out of my own head. So yeah, mm-hmm. you want to take a break and I, come I, back? With I do. I'm still stunned from what you just said. Gary John Bishop. <laughs> yeah. I just want to add, I, well, you too. I uh, really enjoyed the conversation. I think we both did. I think you guys will hear that. Um, his take on mindset is different than most. Like it's similar in ways, but he's a no BS guy. And, and in my mind, these are the type of people that we need teaching more young folk. This is Andrew style. And this is something that I think um, people like me who maybe need a little bit more coddling, yeah. more handholding. I'm going to do need. this. If you want to compare him to coffee, just oh. imagine. The, and he's drinking coffee. The, okay. <laughs> the hottest darkest boldest richest most powerful cup of coffee like coffee straight from dirt (laughs) okay but it's still coffee which means it's great Uh that's who he is okay we'll be right back more adulting like a mother father when we come back look guys it's science we all sweat but i feel like we're all trying to move towards products that are better for the environment and products that are better for our bodies. Correct. Right. If you fit into that boat, you need to check out each and every, each and every's gender inclusive deodorant is formulated for sensitive skin made without aluminum, parabens, baking soda, alcohol, and synthetic fragrances. In fact, each and every has been found to provide odor protection equal to an antiperspirant, but again, without the aluminum. Love that. You guys know how much I care about using natural products, but if you aren't someone who maybe uses natural products everywhere, the one thing I would recommend with starting with is a natural deodorant. Each and every is a great one. Big fan. Yeah, it's just like a super easy transition. Um, all right, guys. So if you want to smell good, you want great deodorant without the aluminum, go to eachandevery.com slash adulting. That's eachandevery.com slash adulting. Uh, and you can use promo code adulting for 30% off your first purchase. That's that's a great discount. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, it's not eligible to combine with other discounts or subscription. Again, that's promo code adulting at eachandevery.com slash adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Hey, how you doing? Hello. How are you guys doing? Great, so man. Good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Just having coffee here. I hope you don't mind. No, oh, my gosh. Never it. mind. You're speaking my language. All right, good. You came across our desk, and we had to have you on. You have a new book out called Wise as Fuck. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, we uh, Typically, our show is, is pretty clean, so I'm, I'm kind of happy that we have a reason to drop the F-bomb. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use them sparingly, but you're free to use them as much as you like. Oh, Thank man, you. I appreciate it. Um, we both felt like with everything going on in life and where I feel, my personal opinion is where I feel a lot of people are, are lacking in the mental capacity to deal with these things that are coming out of in life. It's yeah. the perfect time to not only read your book, but have you on to talk about the book. Good. Um, so what I would like to do, if you're cool with it, is... In your own words, can you just tell our listeners what the book's about? Yeah. Um, so, firstly, thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, I mean, you know, one of the things that I've always been curious about is how, how can I get wisdom? How can I get wiser? And mostly people will tell you it's just experiences, you know. But that's, that, that 
doesn't stand up to scrutiny, right? I mean, there's tons of stuff that we all know we shouldn't be doing, but we're doing it, right? I mean, that does it. So knowing something doesn't necessarily make me wise, right? So people know lots and lots and lots of stuff, yet continue to function in, in pretty sometimes very destructive ways, but certainly in, in ways that limit one's own potential. So that, what this book is about is... It's looking at life in a kind of broader way and saying, all right, here are the things that I say that if you want to live a powerful life, these are elements that you'll have to get wiser about. And this is how you get wisdom. This is how you do it. And I actually show you how to, how to gain the kind of knowledge that deepens and emboldens your outlook in life. I love that. Um, I was looking at the back of the book and um, to be fully transparent, our life's been crazy. We have a, a son that just turned one. So I haven't been able to read the book yet, but I'm yeah. excited. Um, but I noticed that it seems like you have a different definition of wisdom. Right. Can you share right. that with us? Well, like I said, there's this kind of like general idea that wisdom is, is gained through stuff like experiences, which you know, like one of the one of the one of the wisdoms, if you like, that people usually hang on to is stuff like, "Well, I won't do that again." Mm-hmm. Right now, I've got a five-year-old who he does that. Like that's a practice of his. I wouldn't call him particularly wise, <laughs> yeah. but there are certain things when he does them, he's like, "I'm not doing that again." Yeah. <laughs> that can be a problem for an adult human being. Like you know, if you get any relationship and it doesn't work out, well, I'm not doing that again. Well, I'm not doing what again? Yeah. Or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna date somebody like that again. Well why not? It's not that person, it's a different person. So now you're kind of limiting your own ability to explore life, if you like. So my definition of wisdom is that there are some specific things that if you kind of started to inquire into them. So one of the subjects that I cover in the book is the subject of failure. Mm. And that if there are some wisdoms in there for you to kind of dive into and think about and still in. But if you take that wisdom, this thing that I'm offering you, and you apply it to your life, the wisdom will start telling you the truth. Right. right? Now, it might not be a comfortable truth, but the wisdom will be speaking to you because you'll be saying to yourself, oh, my gosh, no, not that, because da 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 or I can't do this because, like, it'll start flushing your life. And that's, to me, that's what wisdom really does. It straightens an otherwise crazy and confusion, confusing pathway it might not make the pathway easier, but you'll certainly be able to see which path you're on. Yeah, I love that. So to me, it kind of sounds like wisdom is is knowledge that actually creates change in the way you think and your actions as well, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a saying that I guess kind of put me on the map a number of years ago when I said, you have the life you're willing to put up with, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you think of that quote for a minute, right, you're just doing that, like, the, okay, so I have the life that I'm willing to put up with. It starts telling you the truth. It sure right? does. It starts pointing to parts of your life where you're like, mm. well, I've been saying it's because of this, but really I'm tolerating something, either yeah. myself, I'm tolerating the situation. Yep. And to me, that's what good wisdom does. It tells you the truth, sometimes an uncomfortable one, mm. But there's lots of bad wisdom out there, you know, stuff that just kind of will have you through, through your way through some painful moments of your life, but never really allow you to complete them or resolve them for yourself. Right. And I, I find that's the case all across the board. Like, there's no easy way to the other side, you know, like, you just got to go through it and experience everything that is for you to go through it. And, and I really feel as if that's what I've successfully managed to do in this book is to put you on the pathway to finally straighten some things out for yourself. I have a question. So um, what kind of um, instilled this mission in you to, to write a book like this? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. So I'm not a big fan. <clears throat> I mean, they're all good questions, but I'm not a big fan of, of a lot of personal growth stuff. It's uh, yeah. I don't think it really helps people. I don't think it genuinely helps people. I think it helps the people that are selling you it. Yeah. But I don't think it actually helps. Yeah. And, and, you know, my life is about helping. I don't, 
live in salubrious trappings. I could, but I don't. Yeah. Can I, can, can I interrupt you for just one second? Because I'm really curious about this topic. There's no shortage of self-help, self-development stuff on social media, online, or whatever. What do you think that it is about it that isn't actually helpful? It's not a career. Mm. You know, people, people get into it as a career move. Mm-hmm. You can't give your life to empowering others like a career move. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. You yeah. need, your life's either about that or it's not, right? Yeah. And, and so huh. the kind of eth- inauthenticity of that is, is, is so obvious to me. Like, you know, I don't polish my image. Why? It's not about me. Right. I don't, you know, I'm not sitting here in my chinos and blazer because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's that's about me. I said, what the heck's it got to do with me? You getting empowered, yeah. <laughs> right? It's yeah. not, not, and that's why, like, writing about stuff to me is a, it's a, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a straightforward, but it's a pretty obvious thing for me to do. If you've kind of committed yourself to giving people things that'll free them up. Your personal concerns get really silly. So I don't, I'm not doing this for me. Like I said, if I was doing this for me, I wouldn't do it the way I'm doing it. <laughs> right. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. I feel like we're, I mean, maybe it's just the age we're in. And I think we're always trying to seek personal health and growth. But I feel like we're constantly being pushed these ideals by people and you want to believe that it comes from a good place, but oftentimes it does feel like a gimmick or a sales pitch. And yeah. so it's nice to strip away some of the BS and just be like, listen, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is what it is. Right. Look, I could go on a Twitter and put up a bunch of self-empowering stuff, right? Where you're like the triumphant victim and I could get like, and I could write them really well because I'm pretty good at that stuff. And I could... I can get followers that are, you know, up the yin yang. I know how to write that stuff. It's yeah. easy, right? It's nothing. But I don't. I have my stuff on Twitter or on Instagram is stuff like, you're the asshole. <laughs> so yeah. that doesn't get you a lot of followers, but it'll get it'll get you people that are interested in empowering themselves. No, it'll get you. those are the people I want to talk to. I don't, you know, I don't care about followers. Look. Somebody once said to me, you know, after I'd written my first book, and that book now has sold, you know, millions of copies. If I'd sold 10 copies, I'd still be writing this book. It's not about that, but it's never been about that for me. It's, you know, I, I did this getting paid no money to do this. And it was the same life. And the hotel rooms are a bit better, but that's about the limit of it. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, so for you, are, are you a, a full-time writer then? Or if, if self-help isn't a career, like what else are you doing during the day? No, this is it, man. This is like my whole life's about making a difference. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I got up in the morning and I, that's what it's about. You know, I got, I'm married, um, for 23 years now. I've been married. I got three children. My youngest is actually just turned six. I got a six year old, I got an eight year old and I got a 15 year old kid. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all about being at home, being a dad, you know, working from here, working from my little office, occasionally doing a really bad job of playing the guitar. And then, um, you know, like reading and researching and trying to think of new ways that I could. I mean, you know, I get emails all the time, you know, from people who did stuff like check themselves into rehab or, you know, got out of a relationship that wasn't working or finally committed to a relationship or quit a job or started a business or whatever. That's it. You know, I look for those emails. Like they're, they're, they're gold for me. I'm like, yes, that's one, you know? Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't care if it's, I mean, it'd be nice if it was, I could point, look back in my life and say, well, like I really impacted the quality of people's lives, but, I'm not at the point where I'm looking back. I'm too busy trying to get it done. I love that. So uh, from what I'm hearing, are you okay if we send our audience your way to your email inbox so they can ask you? Yeah, that? sure. That'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'm, I'm available. You know, I'm, I, yeah, one of the things I think that's definitely a little different about what I do is I'm, I'm willing to have the tough conversations. 
like the really tough ones, right? The ones that people in my industry throw a rainbow at or tell you to go see your therapist. I'll talk about it with you. And I'll get out in the open and I'll show you the ways that you could impact this yourself. Like you could impact it. You could really make a massive difference in it. Even if, even if you're in your most kind of helpless state, mm-hmm. you, you, there's a, you have a capacity that if you knew how to kind of get to it without any foo-foo or voodoo, right? Without any like, you know, sit in the chair and imagine yourself, like nothing like that. Like really like this is how you do it. Um, then, you know, like ultimately, I, that's all I'm interested in, you know, like, I, and I think people know when you're at it with them, you know, as we say in Scotland, you're at it. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't pretend to the masses to that degree. They, they get it. They're like, you're, a, I mean, it's, I always liken it to like, you know, soap operas. You, you don't need to be an acting coach to tell who the bad actors are. Yeah. You can tell just the minute they open their mouth, you're like, you're a terrible actor. <laughs> so I think that's the case in my industry. I think if people applied it a little more to my industry, they'd see it. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, if you're like me, um, you like free stuff. And I have a free sample for you guys to try this week um, from OxyClean Odor Blasters. I don't know about you guys, but uh, our place has been getting a little funky uh, because we're doing some working out out in the garage and we're bringing all, obviously, our our clothes in. uh, And they're just nasty, at least mine are. Uh, we've got a couple dogs who, you know, are all around the house and they are also nasty sometimes, but OxyClean has, has done magic for me. Uh, these little odor blasters, they just blast away the funk, uh, that you would imagine is, is in my workout clothes and on the dog's blankets and on the rugs, uh, and everything else that they touch. So if, uh, if you got some of that going on in your life and, uh, you want to rid it with something that's super powerful, uh, and will just blast away that funk. Uh, I got something for you for you to try. So you've got to try OxyClean Odor Blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash try me, T-R-Y-M-E, for a free Odor Blaster sample while supplies last. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Gary, I have a question. So, you know, what, like I said, kind of before, obviously you're on a mission to make a difference and and help in any way that you can, but it sounds like you've had, you've lived some life. Like it sounds like you've had experiences that give you real perspective on some of these like harder issues. And that's why you're so comfortable being straightforward. Yeah. Would you be open to sharing some of that? Because listen, our listeners, they're all over the place, but they're adults primarily. And we're all going through shit, right? We're all going through hard times. Even in my own personal life, like I have very close family that struggle with addiction and, um, you know, have been in and out of rehab. And I would love to hear some of those conversations that maybe you're having or what experiences led you to have that, that insight? Well, you know, you don't get to have this space from good living. That's for sure. So yeah, there's been a lot of experiences in my past, you know, but, but my experiences of my own life when I was kind of in it, it seemed like my life was really tough. Mm -hmm. And then when I started to work on myself and develop myself, I was able to really handle all of that, like really complete it for myself in such a way that I was really empowered by my past. Not in some, sometimes people say, well, my past made me who I am, which is more nonsense. That's just, you got to really think it through. Like what's still open for you? What's, what's kind of still lingering, even in the occasional thought or what hooks you or what triggers you? Like what's still hanging around you? So I did all that work and I did it in a very, very invasive and I want to say thorough, but it was really like, you know, liquid plumber for my subconscious, you know, I mean, I just really gutted myself for about 10 years and through doing different, different personal growth programs. And then, but in that process, I learned a lot myself and I studied and I read and I started to understand myself better. And so I, uh, in that process, I became a program leader, senior program leader for the world's biggest personal development company. And I traveled all over the world delivering these really confrontational workshops Hmm. and uh, so I went everywhere I went 
Hong Kong and I went London and I went to Australia and I went to Bogota and Colombia and Medellin in Colombia. I went to Bangkok, you know, just everywhere you could imagine. And so I met like just about every, just the flavors of just about every culture you could imagine too, right? I mean, not every culture, but you can yeah. get flavors in everywhere that I went. And, you know, I say this unabashedly, I've heard it all. Like I have heard it all, right? From genocides to rape, to bankruptcy, to drug addiction. Drug addiction is like, when you get like the scale of what people deal with in their lives, you get some perspective, right? It's like, oh my gosh, you know, like the most dark, heinous things you could imagine I've had somebody tell me and say, all right, Mr. Scottish man, fix that, right? And so we get to work, right? And and one of the, I mean, a really kind of short way of saying it is you'll never get over your past mm. until you finally confront how you've used it to justify how you are now. Wow. Now that's a hard conversation to have with somebody. I mean, yeah. what if I've been right? Mm-hmm. And now I got, and now you, this list, foul mouthed little Scottish person, is trying to tell me I've used that to justify myself. Well, if you dig a little bit, you might start to tell yourself little pockets here and there were like, okay, this was a really painful, agonizing, terrible thing in my life. And yet, yeah, it's still forming me. I'm still being formed and informed by it. Yeah. In what way? How? How? It's not like I don't have compassion. I have all the compassion, all the love for people. Like people go through terrible, terrible, terrible things. And me putting my arm around you and telling you that, yeah, that was terrible, moves you no further forward. You don't go anywhere. You get to just sit there with me telling you that I feel bad for you. Whereas I say, well, I've got room for that and I will do that and I do do that. And let's talk about how to get you out. Let's yeah. talk about how we can wriggle you out of this in such a way that you're free. And I mean free. I don't mean living with it. I mean, I'm free of it. They're not easy conversations to have. They're very painful for the person, right? And for me, sometimes nerve-wracking, right? Because my own identity just wants to tell people the good news. But sometimes inspiring or transforming another requires bad news. Yep. And then and then I can hold your hand all the way through and hold your hand all the way through and all the way through and all the way through. And then there you are on the other side with like, yeah, I'm done. Like I'm I'm finally complete with that. Yeah. And that's like moving and inspiring. That stuff will make you weep like a baby when you see someone on the other side of something that they've suffered under for 30 years. Yeah. It's it's yeah. something you see and it's and it's a privilege to be somebody who gets the opportunity to do something like that. Yeah. I think um so many things that you said were so powerful, but I, I just think that it's so cool that you've been able to have these experiences and it sounds like you, you had the experiences yourself that you worked through and got to the other side and to be able to share that knowledge or that wisdom with somebody else and see them make that journey as well is incredible and i um like i said a lot of what you were saying was powerful and i want to believe that i have a very similar mindset in, in the terms that we all have experiences but if you let those experiences like if you're holding on to those experiences and they're defining you and they're they're your crutch for everything you haven't done or everything that still plagues you today yeah we're going to be able to get where you want to be well well this, this problem is i mean when you actually get into it like why people are the way they are and, you, and then maybe you can create with them like a pathway right where they could finally get all this sorted out for themselves you'd be knocked away just blown away by the number of people who start fighting for the crummy life of god yeah hmm. they'll argue with you about it and yeah. i'll say I thought we were coming out of that. And they were like, well, I do want to get out, but not that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that resonates. Yeah. 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 It's like, how can I be free and hold on to my resentments? Sure. Uh, you can. Yeah. It work that way. Uh, how can I get free and not forgive them? It doesn't work that way. Forgiveness is for you. It's for your freedom. 
Yeah, but they get off the hook. No, they don't. They got to live with it, with whatever they did. But there's no point you living with it too. <laughs> so true. Right? So it's it's amazing. You know, like we are people would rather live a crappy life that they know than risk it for a life of uncertainty. Sure. And what they don't know, even though what they don't know could be the most amazing thing, they'll hang on to those kind of last vestibules of their past. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, people don't know they're doing it until you say it. Sure. Like they'll say stuff to me like, you don't know my pain. I'm like, okay, so what? We can talk about it. Right. Or, you know, you don't know what it's like to be me. I know, but I do know what it's like to be a human being. I know anger. I know frustration. I know resentment. I know hurt. I know, I know those things. Yeah. So we can talk about them. Well, you're not a woman or you're not a teenager. You're, I know, but I'm a human being. We are beings. We can relate to each other's beingness. I don't yeah. get all the nuances of whatever, whatever you're in. But if I just look at you in a broad spectrum, I see a lot of and hear a lot of myself. Not my personality, but but the same kind of constraints of what it is to be a human being that we all share. Yeah, I think it, I think you're so right. You know, the crutches, like I mean, that landed with me. I think we all are are victim to it. And my, I, I, what I would like to know is, do you still feel like you have times in your own life, even with all that you've written and all that you know, yeah, where you still fall victim to like that same sort of crutch or that same sort of mentality or do you have like a very quick rebound? Yeah, I mean, it comes, I mean, I, you know, I'm like everybody, right? I've got brain patterns. And I love it when people say control your thoughts. I'm like, good luck with that one. <laughs> You're not controlling anything up there. It's all just running, you know? <laughs> you just wake up some morning with your fingers crossed, like I hope there's some good ones today, you know? Um, and the, and then often it's not they're like really crummy ones and you're like oh here we go again so so no i'm a human being too i have automatic thoughts of automatic like thoughts and then what arise are the emotional states and the moods and i'm in it and if somebody says how come like most human beings for a long time in my life i would say i don't know i'm just being myself or this is just the way i am because i'd never dug at it i'd never went at it so no, I mean, I have triggers. I have, I'm hooked by whatever this skin bag gets hooked by, you know, like you're hooked by whatever the way your skin bag gets hooked, you know, it's just, <laughs> right. Yeah. And there you are doing your thing, right? And it's, you're either suppressed or you're angry or you're numb or whatever you do in response to that, there you are doing it, right? And, and you're in it. And to me, those are the moments when you need to kind of get this, this kind of part, we're like, oh, like, well, there it is. Like, I mean, I say there it is. I mean, it, I mean, there's a presence where you are, right? And you are present to it. And you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, here we go. Now, the majority of human beings don't do that. They just indulge it. They just go with it. Yep. And, and, and I see it as my job to kind of observe it and see it and maybe interact with that a little. I don't try and make it a go away. So if I hit the valley... I don't try to cheer myself up. What's the point in that? I'd rather that's just kind of like wrestling with negativity. I'd rather just let it have its way for the day. A few cups of coffee, a couple of conversations or not. You know, I'll, I'll come out the other side. It's fine, right? It's part of being a human being when you're wired this way. Yeah. Um, but whatever the thing is, whatever your thing is that you're trying to change about yourself, I think the more you try and demonstrate to yourself that you're highly capable, even in those more negative or darker or whatever you want to call them moments, you'll realize you still have a very high capacity for functioning with the things that you want to function with and making life go your way. Yeah. Wow. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just processing that. I love that because I feel like that's something that we can all relate to. And it's, it's kind of a, I don't really like the word problem, but it's kind of a problem that I see in society today. I just feel like the mental strength isn't where it needs to be. So things come at people like they do every single day. Yeah. On this planet, and a lot of people just fold because of this or that, or because they're yeah. this emotion and then they've got nothing left to give. Yeah. I mean, you got to get though. Folding's a mechanism. So it's a way of handling something. Like, have you ever been pissed off at somebody and you never realized you were so pissed off until that one thing happened? Yeah. 
right? And then you're like, oh, no, I'm really pissed off. But it's not really that thing. Like, there's a bunch of other things that I said nothing about. But here we go. Yeah. Right, well, try on the idea that in your life, your whole life is like a sequence of those things, not just with people, but with situations and circumstances. And that you're constantly overcoming. You're overcoming that. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, I'll be fine. Oh, that's good. And then one day, boom, there it goes. And it's like a pack of, it's like a house of cards, right? The whole thing just goes, boom. Yep. So what we tend to do is kind of look at the, the lightest thing, like, oh, well, it was that. No, 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 no. It was a sequence of things that if you actually just looked at it singularly, you would see, like, I'll give you an example. If you ever go, if you have a light for something, let's say you go and you're late and you're there and things at five o'clock, okay? And you walk in at 5.15. If you look back in your day, all the way back through the morning, you'll see the moment when you sold out on that 15 minutes and yep. that it was like dominoes all the way through your day and you never got it back. Yep. And it was so you could get an extra coffee or a few extra minutes in bed or whatever the thing was, you'll see the moment you're like, dang, it was right there. Like I was ready to go. I was like, I'll get it. And then I didn't. Or that time when you leave the house and you see that thing you know you're going to take and then you walk out the door without it. Like, yeah. even though you remind yourself, I better get that thing. And then you walk over there anyway. So that's kind of often how our brain works. It's like accumulation of things. And so what I would put it down to is we just are too. So there's a German philosopher, Martin Heidegger. He said basically in, in an undoubtedly brash, brash German kind of dialect, he said, people are just too lazy to intervene with themselves. We just kind of go along and the drift of our automatic thoughts and behaviors and act like life is just happening to us and somehow we got to get through it. Rather than the rigor of trying to understand oneself, the rigor of uncovering oneself. You can't interrupt yourself until you know what you're up against. Hmm. And what you're up against is invariably something you hadn't considered. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. She said it's fascinating. We're yeah. just, we're kind of, I think we're both kind of blown away over here. Mm. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. Do you know what's really scary? Seeing just how much you could have been saving on car insurance by switching to Geico. It's almost as scary as that homemade elf costume your mom made you wear in junior high school. <laughs> no, Geico can't erase the memory of tripping down the hallway in oversized pointy shoes, but they could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Stop waking up at night in a cold sweat wondering what happened to that green onesie. Just switch to Geico and save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. All right, just quickly, I know I don't want to switch things up too much, but I want to get back to the book real quick. Yeah. In the book, um, you, you kind of, it sounds like you provide some framework for dealing with four fundamentals that we as humans all address, right? Sometimes right. On a day basis. And those are love, loss, fear, and success. Yeah. Is there any reason reason for choosing only those four do you think those are the four like fundamental things that we all deal with the most i think we unnecessarily overcomplicate things because it doesn't immediately capture what we've got going on so there must be more there must be more there must be more there must be more so the more you get into it the more complex it becomes and it's not because it is complex because the more you get into it, the more complex it becomes, right? <laughs> so, um, so I, I looked at, I looked at not only my life, but a lot of the situations that I've coached people in, I started to see there was like a kind of familiarity. So one of the subjects in the book is the subject of loss. Mostly when we relate to the subject of loss, we think of somebody dying, right? A pet dying or something, right? Which is a loss, right? But there's other losses too, like like that book you were going to write. Well, that's a loss, right? Or the book that you did write that failed and you thought it would do great. Well, that's a loss. Um, or that business venture that you tried that never worked. Well, that's a loss. 
or that friendship that ended, well, that's a loss. And on and on and on. And in fact, your life is filled with this thing that I would call a loss. But ultimately, what is a loss? What is it? Which I don't think nobody... <laughs> Nobody's asking themselves that question. I'm kind of like, why not? Why are, we not? why are we not asking ourselves, like, what is a loss to me as a human being? Well, what I said in the book is, it's the end of a future that you had considered would turn out. Hmm. That's a loss. So when somebody in your life dies, in your mind, somewhere in the background of your thoughts, you had a future in mind. Same with the business and the, 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 and all the things in your life. It wasn't the end of the thing, but rather the discontinuation of the future that you had in mind for that. Whether it's a person, a pet, or a situation or a circumstance, there was some loss. The loss of what? The loss of the future. So it's not a loss of this thing. Yeah. yeah. It's the loss of the future that was suggested by this thing, even things like a breakup or a divorce or something, it's the loss of a future. That's why some people find like a, like an, a relationship ending is devastating. Other people are relieved because they discover a future because in their mind, their future was going to be a disaster. There's no loss for them. But for somebody else, they had another picture in mind. So I've lost that now. So... I kind, of, I kind of looked in life and said, well, what are all the things that one might consider a loss? And then how can I be wise in a time of loss? How, how can I hold together some sense of myself? And because people get very survivally in times of loss, you know, very survival. I mean, very survival in a bunch of different areas, but definitely that one. And so I wanted to give people a way to have a say in how this turns out, this experience turns out, you know, so one of the items that I address is in the book, I talk about bad wisdom, right? Just bad wisdom. It's just useless. It's well intended, but useless. Like time is a great healer. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> I just do shit. <laughs> right? um, like time is like healing. You let me get some time on you. You know, we'll be all good. You get some time going. <laughs> There's an element of kind of truthfulness in it, I guess, and that is a period of time gives you an opportunity for something. And it might give you an opportunity to heal, but how does one heal? We, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, there was no healing class, right? It was like, no. this is how you heal your psychological wounds. And there's nothing like that, right, obviously. And so I actually give you a, like a way to look at the, the, the things in your life that still live for you like a loss, like a big loss, and how to take that thing and how to have that thing settled with you in a place that nurtures you and grows you, but not in a sentimental way, in a very powerful way, in a way where you're nurtured by that thing. Um, and then the, and the example that I use in the book is uh, someone's passing, right? Um, but it's, but it's, it's, these are the kind of questions, I don't know. I mean, some people are worried about the next episode of The Boys on Amazon Prime, and I'm not. I'm, I'm thinking, like, what's loss, you know? <laughs> and, and how does that work? <laughs> I mean, The Boys is good, too, but, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I thoroughly enjoyed um, – I, I think, like – you know, oftentimes we skip over some of these bigger conversations that like, yeah, no, we don't want to complicate things because that becomes a burden in itself. But it sounds like, and this doesn't seem like a big read, but it sounds like you sort of sum up a lot of these fundamentals and then how to become wiser in these situations without getting all fluffy. And I, I respond well to that because I don't like feeling like I'm being sold anything like completely. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like, what's the agenda? Like, there's an agenda, and I don't feel like someone's hearing me and feeling me. And I really felt like you get straight to the point. So yeah. I appreciate you being so real with us. We no keep problem. it a hundo on this show. That's what we like to say. <laughs> I certainly did that. So for our listeners, Gary, can you share where people can follow you and find the book? Yeah, yeah. So you can get the book everywhere. You can get good books. So Amazon and, 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 uh, and Barnes and & Noble and... Target and you know all those good places um, and it's also an audio book and I do all the audio work myself so it's my dulcet 
Scottish towns barreling through the earphones at you. Um, and then uh, also, uh, you can catch me at my website, garyjohnbishop.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram quite a bit. I'm on Facebook, quite a lot of followers there. And then I also do like a bit of a, so I have a, I have a podcast, but it's more like, it's really as like people submit me questions every week and I, I just go through them like, uh, oh. yeah, like, like liquid plumber, you know? <laughs> oh my God, I love yeah. um, So people, people call in and they say, listen, this, I mean, I had one guy, you know, like called in a couple of weeks ago when he said, oh, you know, I feel like I'll never be free of my ex-wife and, you know, she's still dominant. And I just, he got, he got both barrels and the backup barrels too. And just about like, you know, what are you turning yourself into? And that's a lot of what I'm out to do. I'm out to, I'm, I'm out to really have people confront the truth because the truth is the thing that will set you free. That's not just a saying, it will set you free, yeah. but uh, it might not be what you want to hear. Yeah. It sounds like you're not getting anybody coming to you that just wants a hug and for you to tell them it's going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, I like a hug as much as anybody does, you know, and, and I do want to tell people it will be okay, but but at the same time, you know, like, you can never get around, no one can screw up your life as much as you can. Mm. Like, no one, it doesn't matter what they do, like, it's always like, oh, yeah, but what did you do with that? And then you start to see, like, the trajectory of your life, it's like, well, this crappy thing happened, okay, but then what did you do? Yeah. Oh, and then you start to see unfolding. You go, well, then what? And then what? Well, now, and then what have you got now? And then you see that the string of misery just running through somebody's life. And, and it's funny because we always want to, yeah, but they caused it. You know, the analogy I like to use is my sons, you know, like a, one of them will make a mess and I'll say, yeah, but the other two walked past it. And then they'll say, well, we never made the mess. And I'll say, I know, but the problem is you're willing to live with it. And I got a problem with that. I got a problem, and that's part of what I, why I do what I'm doing. I'm, I'm no, I'm not willing to live with it. Like, <laughs> you know. So whatever I can do to help the cleanup, I'm, I'm here, man. Oh my god. Uh, we're, we're gonna let you go, but I have one final question for you because yeah. I don't know this popped in my head. Where did you learn these traits? Was your father like this, or did you build this yourself? Um, no, I mean my my father was. I mean, I guess the only thing I would say I really got from my father would be his nose. <laughs> um, and perhaps his sense of humor, he had a very good sense of humor. But no, this was development coupled with, I mean, I'm from Glasgow, Scotland, so it's a very earthy place, right? I mean, there's, I like to say Glasgow makes the bad parts of Philly look like Beverly Hills, you know? So, you know, I'm, I'm from the side of the tracks where they stole the tracks. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. So you get a bit of that and a yeah. bit of personal growth work and a kind of fascination for some of the world's great philosophers and that's what's talking. Love it. I I love it. I think um, I know someone who needs to be listening to your podcast and also get this book. So thank you for, for doing something different because some people just need that kind of talk at them. And yeah. we're not at them, but I mean, to some degree, kind of at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, somebody once said, I do to people's lives what Gordon Ramsay did to their kitchens. Yeah, that's a great analogy. I love that. <laughs> this is full of them. We're going to have Instagram memes for days. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Gary. We really, really appreciate it. I think, you know, obviously for our listeners' sake, but also for our own, I think some of this can really apply to our own lives and help us be a little bit more introspective when it comes to, you know, not uh, allowing the bullshit to just exist anymore. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Gary. Good luck with everything. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. More Adulting Like a Mother Father when we come back. With the holidays coming up, we'd like to offer you a little something special. And all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time to help support a great sponsor of this podcast. We ask that you complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and our sponsors. It'll only take a couple minutes. And if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcastopinions.com and everything will be right there for you. That's podcastopinions.com. The first 150 people who complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. Please go to podcastopinions.com, and as always, thank you for supporting the show.
Este little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, Armandito Cristian Perez. I had to use the real name. Why? Because now it's the podcast. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. Float to the rider. Woo! I don't even know if you know how much they play you around the world or anywhere, my brother. No matter how much bread we make, dog, we can't take it with us. No right. matter how many houses, cars, whatever we acquire, can't take it with us. With that said, anything we make, is always to give back, dog. Why are we starting a podcast? Well, it's real simple. With the times that we're living in right now in the world, I think you need to be motivated, inspired, educated, aware, positive. So what I'm here is just to motivate the world and let them know when we talk, we call it spade, spade. So you're going to hear the truth. So I look forward to the podcast. I look forward to showing y'all, teaching y'all how to take it from a negative to a positive. So get ready. From <laughs> negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. All right, we're back. Um, God, I wish I could be in front of each and every one of your faces right now so I can see like what everyone took away from that conversation. Um, we get, like I said, he has a thick accent. It took us a second. We didn't even realize he had an accent no. when we were going to talk. I was stunned. But, but once we like honed in, it was like I was in a tunnel of knowledge that I needed to be like in. I loved him. Yeah. I don't use that word much. You don't. No, I looked at you I after really and him. I was like, see, cause I was the one that saw that email come in when they pitched him to us and I was reading his little bio, whatever. And I was like, I have a feeling this is right up Andrew's alley. Mm-hmm. It was, it was. Well, there you go. One for Andrew, everyone. And mm. indirectly one for all of us. Anything else you want to add before we sign off on this glorious day? No. <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's good right now. It can Everything's be good. Everything's good. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I think we should just cut it there. Yeah? Yeah. Because okay. now it's getting awkward. Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys. Um, I really hope our listeners are reading between the lines. Um, let's let's see you guys post on social. We've been seeing so many people screenshot like when they're listening or do little stories and stuff, and it just makes our whole day. Oh, we need to talk about the last one of the reviews you read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got to do that. Um, okay. So you guys know how important reviews are. We pretty much beg for them every few episodes, but you guys, we got a review lately that like Andrew brought to my attention. Then I read it and I just like touched me. I posted on, on my story and I just want to let you guys know when you guys take the time to write those reviews, it really lands. Yeah. It doesn't go unnoticed. It does not go unnoticed. We can't say enough of how much we appreciate it. So, Mm -hmm. um, if you want to write a review, we have our eyes on them. We also love to post them on social and, um, yeah, share the support. We're still a growing podcast and we need all our adults and mother fathers out there rooting us on. Yeah. I wonder if it makes sense. Uh, if you guys go and write a review, if you just leave your Instagram handle in the review that way, oh yeah, you or I or both of us can give you guys credit when we post it to That's, our story. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, whatever makes sense for you guys. Or you be anonymous. We don't care if it's yep. if it's constructive criticism. Like you could literally be anonymous. No big deal. Yep. All right. Well, we'll leave you with that. A little homework. We love you guys, and we will hear. Nope, you'll see. Nope, you'll hear from us next week. Bye. What? Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One. Hey, Michael Phelps here. I want to tell you a bit about online therapy. Online therapy is not about time and place. It's anytime and any place. Did you know that over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health? I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is just as easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist today. Brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy for all.
Get $100 off your first month of Talkspace therapy with coupon 100 for you. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.